Irishman and the Swede walked into a bar. What followed was a joke, nay, not a joke, a discussion about fantasy literature, current affairs, and anything that piqued our interest. The one constant is that we always got off topic. Hello, and welcome to Tangential Diatribe. I'm Ronan V, and with me, as always, is Leif Jor. Leif, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, what do you think of the new intro? Is it better? I stopped listening. You talk too much. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you what. For the next hour, I won't talk because... No, that, that would be like, horrible. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I don't know. Maybe a very therapeutic uh, podcast. Just an hour and a half of silence. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Also, life uh, hurtful. Oh. That's fine. Anyway, like, let's get right into it. I have a feeling Shoot. this might be a long one. Um, <laughs> this week, we're looking at authors or books that go unnoticed by the majority of the populace. Is that correct? Yeah. We could say that. Yeah. It's very simple. What we're going to do is we found a terrible or quite good list, however you want to look at it. On Belf, uh, bestfantasybooks.com. Yeah. Best fantasy books you've never read. We're going to go through their list. Yeah. See if we agree. Uh, yeah, see if we agree. See if we know what this book or author is. Probably not. Yeah, which means that, yeah, books you've never read. Yeah. Maybe we'll get straight. some good uh, tips. That we yeah, can read. absolutely. So we're going to go through these. Um, but first up, Leif, what mm-hmm. have you been reading? Sci fi, as always. That's, good. That's the only thing I read. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Well, we only have a sci-fi podcast too, right? <laughs> I guess, you know, tangential and all that. But, you know, just maybe one week, read a bit of fantasy to play into our whole fantasy <laughs> literature angle. What do you mean? Uh, Fantastic. Brilliant. What, what is it, like? Uh, Martha Wells' uh, The Murder Bot Diaries. You've told me about these before. Yeah, you? because they're good. Yeah, okay. Um, and the latest book, number five, came out and it's called Network Effect. And uh, since I'm liking the series, I want to follow through. So, um, yeah. This, and this was actually better than the previous book, number four. Okay. So, um, what's it called? The Murder Bot Diaries. And this book is called? The Network Effect. The Network Effect. Yeah. Is it about the internet? No. Ah, interesting. <laughs> You've piqued my interest. And it's called the Murder Bot yeah. series. So, it's a. Um, they. It's the whole. Quick premises. Um, it's about a um, protective unit yeah. that uh, is an AI robot protective guard kind of thing. Looks like a human, um, but uh, its uh, whole function is to protect humans on a dangerous planet or something, right? Right. Hmm? Does it all go wrong? Definitely. That's okay. why it's called the murder bot. <laughs> it's his own name for himself. Okay. So he gets pissed off at these humans and he kills them, basically. Is it in a sort of um, Isaac Asimov that... No. It's more of a um, uh, jokey but still sci-fi way. So it's more of a, uh, what's it called, Mort uh, Discworld thing. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. But sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. And there's two new series that does the same thing. This the Martha Wells Murderbot series, and yeah. there's the Bobbyverse. The uh, Bobbyverse. Bobbyverse. Yeah, and both of them are brilliant. I actually think Bobbyverse is slightly better, even. 
Bobbyverse. Bobbyverse. Are we talking like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy sort of? No, it's those are like very British humor. Yeah. Uh, Bobbyverse is more American humor, but still very funny. Okay. Uh, he becomes an, in Bobbyverse, he becomes an AI to protect the human race. But he hates humans, kind of. Right. And he murder about this like one person. Okay. So they're, they're kind of similar, but very different offshoots in what they do with it. The thing that characterizes Discworld is that it's funny, but it's very, very smart. Yes. Are these very, very smart? I don't know. Uh, I think they're well done. Right. I uh, enjoy them immensely. Yeah. Both of them. Uh, and um, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. So okay. I, I liked it. I even smirked a couple of times. And it's uh, I like the characters. and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's nice. Okay. Interesting. That's yeah. it. The murder yeah. bot. Yeah. Basically. Like, look it up. Uh, read the synopsis. Like, it, it's... I'm, I'm on book five. I don't want to spoil everything. <laughs> like, you always do. Yeah. Uh, right. But yeah. So... Uh, so it's a, it's a bot. It's a bot protective unit. Yeah. Um, it has tasks to protect... Uh, a colony, a ship, colony ship, or right. a science vessel, or something. And uh, why does it kill people? Well, the people are annoying. It they kills were, them just because they're annoying. So they keep talking all the time. He just want to watch TV shows. Uh, like he, he want to relax. He want to do their job. He's like they're also filthy and like moist. So right. Yeah. So so it's like a mad butler. Kinda. And okay. then his journey. It sounds terrible. No, but it's not. That's the thing. Right. Okay, so sell it to me a bit more, buddy, because uh, I, um, I I don't want to touch this book. Uh, yeah, but first of all, you hate sci-fi. I don't hate sci-fi. Okay, but you sci-fi. read like ten books or something. I've read a lot of sci-fi. Uh, I just it, it's not for me. Okay, you know, I kind of like the less serious angle. Okay, so okay. both those um, uh, the Bobbyverse and the Network Effect. No, yeah. the Murderbot series. Because sci-fi in itself uh, can get too serious or mm. political or whatever. Well, the future is a serious topic. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> so uh, I don't mind that if it's done well, like a dystopian whatever, yeah. and it's a smart idea behind it, mm. right? But here is more like Dresden Files. Okay. Right. It just flows along. It's fun. It's pretty serious though. The Dresden Files. Like. Yeah, but it's an easy, good read, and you have fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So same kind of vibe here. Okay. It just flows by. Is it you, as good as the Dresden series? Maybe the Bobbyverse. At least the first really? three books is really good. It's definitely on par with the first three Dresden files. But also, um, it's called the Bobbyverse. I know, because the main protagonist is called Bob. And then he becomes an immortal AI. So, and then he's called Bob. And then he creates his offshoots, copies of himself. That's all called Bob. And then they get their own names and shit. So it's basically mm. he controls. Does Bob is that an acronym for something? No, I don't remember actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds like it should be. Maybe. Yeah. What are, do they mention Bobbyverse in the universe? What? What do you mean? Like what is the Bobbyverse? It's just that it's a lot of him. Like plenty, That's it. it's multiples of him. Yeah. And oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. He okay. copies himself and makes more. Oh, okay. Because you don't want to... It's too much to do. They sound terrible, man. No, I, no, no. They, okay. they really do. Let's do like, like this. Yeah. Uh, you recommend one book that you think I won't like today. Yeah. And I recommend Bobbyverse's first book to you. 
and we read it and next oh, podcast we talk Jesus, about it i don't want to read but it's, it's called the bobby verse i know if that man if he's not taking his book seriously why should i because you, okay um i don't mean take it seriously but yeah. like as a form of literature he's called it the bobby verse i have a friend called bobby yeah and you know the bobby verse yeah what, what's he trying to like why is he called it the bobby verse because there's multiple bobs. You no, know, I, I get that, but yeah. why? I'm sure he could have called it something else. Yeah, definitely, but it he works. It's, it's, it's fun. It doesn't. You don't. It's not Even so the serious. the Murderbot series. Yeah. I, you're poking fun at Hal, aren't you? Maybe Space yeah. 2001. Isn't that what you're doing there? Yeah. With Murderbot, or any dystopian future, I guess we're. <laughs> I don't know, Bobbyverse. It's it just I don't know. Easy, good read. You'll be done in a day if I know your speed. Hey, but. Here's the thing, calling the book the Bobbyverse. Like, people already, and I, I know mm. it's changing uh, quite a lot, but people still look down on people who read fantasy and sci-fi. And I think it has changed a lot. Yeah. But by calling your book the Bobbyverse, you're not just perpetuating that myth. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No? Yeah, you. The first, bo- the first book is called We Are Legion, or We Are Bob. Okay. And it's in the Bobbyverse. Dennis E. Taylor and Sebastian Bart. Now that's the translator. Yeah, I gave it five out of five. Did you? Yeah, fucking five out of five. Yeah. What would you have given out of a hundred? Would you have given it a hundred out of a hundred? No, maybe eighty-five or something. Why Ninety. Give it five, five out of five. Because I, four point five doesn't exist. That's ridiculous. Goodreads sucks. I hate that scoring system. The average score is four point twenty-nine. <laughs> that's ridiculous. No, or maybe it's just a good book. Yeah, but. Should, should we get into bloody ranking? No, <laughs> no, no. Because no. I'll get into it later. I'll get into it. <laughs> oh, you always want to get into there's it. There's a reason why indoor um, aer- ac- acrobatics, aerobics, athletics, you know, where they do like the bars and stuff. Uh, acrobatics. Is it acrobatics? Yeah. Like, you know, they do the pommel horse and stuff. Yeah. There's a reason why they got know. rid of the scoring system of like a perfect 10. Because nothing is perfect, and you can always do better. Mm. But by saying something to 10, you're like, that's it. Yeah. That's pinnacle. And there was a woman who achieved it, so they changed the scoring system. And, you know, it's time Goodreads did uh, that as well. well. Wait, wait, wait. So there's a, a lot of different answers to what you just said. That's fine. You gave it a 5 out of 5. Is it yeah. a perfect book? Well, we don't like reading. Is it on as this? good as a book you could read? No, 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 no. Okay. I have one way of uh, rating my books. You have another way of rating your books. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We have this discussion before and we don't agree on the rating systems at all. So what I do, I have yeah. my own system and it's only for me. I don't care about your system. Yeah. Right. So what I do is, did I enjoy this immensely? Yes. Five. Was this a good book that I really liked? Four. Uh, decent me. Three. And one or two is basically one is I didn't finish the book at all. Yeah, and that's not often. And two, uh, I was so in, uninterested that I stopped the whole series. I'm not gonna go with you here, but yeah. I've given books fives. Yeah, and but that's only because I've given lesser books a four, mm-hmm. and then I've gone. Well, I can't give that a four because I gave that a four, so mm-hmm. I have to give it a five because I've got nowhere to go with this. Yeah, it's a ridiculous scoring system. Scoring something out of five. Yeah, I know. I know it's arbitrary, and eventually you do come up with like a 4.9 or 4.7 for books. Yeah. But why not just do it out of 100? At least yeah. with 100, there's a bit of nuance there. Of course, I agree. I would like that better. Hey, you agree with me? On the, so why aren't uh, you getting outraged about this? No, 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 because you, 
the, you were going on about the perfect book, perfect blah blah blah. That's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Yes, it is because well, you you um, no book apply. should ever get a hundred. No book should ever get five. What is there's no perfect that, book. That's what you think. But there's so, no perfect book. No, but why does hundred have to be the perfect book? It might be the, the most enjoyment that's that you had in a long, long time, and you think that's worth a hundred. No, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. The, the scales are up to the. Scale setter is a hundred percent. So five, you is know what? 100%. You know what? That means Bobbyverse gets hundred and ten. So yeah, I break your limits. Bobbyverse, kiss my ass. The first book of the uh, Martha Wells series yeah. is called All Systems Red. I gave that a four. So that's yeah. So so I, I do the rows the way I think. Mm, yeah, Bobbyverse is better. What's the sequel called? Of which one? Of uh, Murderbot. Uh, the sequel is called um, uh, Artificial Condition, Rogue Protocol, Exit Strategy, and Network Effect. All right. Would you recommend these books to me? I would recommend the Bobbyverse. Yeah. If, you, if you like those, you will like these too. Okay. Would you recommend them to everybody? Bobbyverse, definitely. This, if you like sci-fi, yes. Okay, okay. Fine. All right. Good. good. So we settled on that you read one of them. I don't have to do that. Like, yeah, you can't do. force me, and you can't. Of course, I can. Force me into reading a book called the Bobby Verse. Yes, you can. I don't want to. It's only the title. It's <laughs> yeah. only the title. Yeah, not even me. the title of the book. The title of the series. Listen, <laughs> uh, it, it it's a terrible aspect of this world, but okay. uh, appearance matters. Okay, you've read books with worse titles. Name me one. Tons of fancy books have horrible titles. Yeah, but they that's because the author takes themselves a bit too seriously. How many... I have no problem with somebody taking themselves a bit too seriously. Dragon title slash sword title slash yeah. ninja assassin title have you read in your life? Well, that's generally because they've got dragons, swords, and bloody... Yeah, but thus it has to be the Sword of Fire, yes, because of that. No. Well, because there's a Sword of Fire in it, usually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it the best Sword of Fire, or is it better than the other Sword of Fire? Is it a 100 or a 90 Sword of Fire? doesn't make any sense five stars do you even know what you're saying at this point <laughs> but, uh, also fireball wins over sword of fire any day unless the sword of fire can absorb fireballs which that makes no talk. sense a Absolutely ball does. of fire yeah, versus a, a tiny of sliver of a sword what's he gonna do split it in the middle I, what have you ever seen are you a ninja star can you wars cut bullets in where the, air? the bloody palpatine is throwing lightning f- bolts you, and he's got a bloody lightsaber and he's absorbing lightning bolts tiny are you saying wait, wait, wait. a fireball is more destructive than tiny caveat this yeah. is a fantasy podcast can you keep to the topic uh, <laughs> i would argue that star wars is quite fantastical it's horrible that's what it is it has sword wizards it's what's not what's not fantasy ridiculous. about that it makes no sense it's illogical it's not good i know what do you mean it's illogical it's just an adventure story, and it's, it's not uh, illogical within the realms of its own universe. But that yeah, rationale, it is. every I, bloody fantasy book is illogical yeah, by the rationale uh, of our universe. Okay, but um, so if there's an underlying logic in any story, yeah, it makes it more believable. Yeah, in Star Wars, there's very little of that. There's not. There's Star Trek is way better at it. it it's a mute argument. I prefer Star Trek. You prefer Star Trek. Yeah. Arguing the same point, which is better. Star Trek. Uh, yeah. So hands down. I win. Done. Star- <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
uh, just to the viewer, uh, listeners out there, Leif's been drinking heavily all day. So I, I, mean, I'm, I think I'm I've had four centiliters so far. Yeah, it's heavily for him. Anyway, uh, what have I been reading? I hear you shout. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Probably uh, some sci-fi. Uh, it's actually fantasy. What? Leif, since we've last spoken, yeah. I have read a ridiculous amount of books. Um, I went on a Tom Lloyd bender. Okay. Uh, he did the Ragged Man series. I read his new series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I released one. Um, I read that. And then I realized that a book that he had written before had a sequel, which um, I went and read. Mm. So I read that. I read The Ember Blade by Chris Wooding. I recognize the And title. I'm still in the Johnny Wirtz and the Mistwraith okay. saga. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to talk about any of those. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Stella Gemmel. Why? Wife of the late David Gemmel and her debut fantasy novel. Do you have a heart on every time you say Gemmel? <laughs> it started to feel like that. Do you know when I was younger? Um, I, I, I just could never spell it correct. Because yeah. it's two M's and two L's. Yeah. But that does not seem right at all to me. I don't know if it does to you. No, no. Uh, the two L's is weird. Yeah, yeah. it just doesn't. So I, I'd always get it wrong, you yeah. know, when, back in the days when you're in the library as a kid, yeah. trying to find it, and I'd be spelling it wrong time on the computer. Anyway, Stella Gemmel. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote, co-wrote, or finished off um, the last of his uh, Troy series. Okay. And it wasn't good. It was the worst one. Mm-hmm. So I had little to no hope for the city. And I, I read the city back when it first came out, I think in 2006. Um and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. But then I couldn't really remember anything about it. As with, you you read too much, you forget half of what you've read. It only got 3.59 and Goodreads. That's so amazing. It's Goodreads. barely readable. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Goodreads. Kiss my ass. Um, I hate Goodreads, mate. I hate the fact that I'm on Goodreads and mm-hmm. I just can't get off it now. No, we're stuck. Yeah. And it's, it's nothing so else annoying. that has all the books, basically. Well, fantasyfiction.co.uk has started doing what Goodreads do, mm-hmm. which is, you know, following authors and all this. Yep. And their website's just better. And it's less bullshit. Yeah, probably. But I'm too stuck in everything's yeah. on. I don't want to add all the books yeah, again. right? I, be- I haven't even had all the books I've read in this. I guess. You're preaching, brother. You're yeah. preaching. <laughs> uh, the City by Stella Gemmel. Okay. Um, it's fantastic. It, it's ostensibly about uh, a city. Um, which Maybe I got that from the title. Good. Good uh, title. Yeah, right? Uh, the city is... It's actually an empire, okay. basically. It's subjugated all the lands around it for thousands of years. So it's Rome. That's such an easy parable to make. But no, no, not really. Um, there's there's no real... Uh, I keep saying parable. Is that even the right word? I think it is, yeah. There's no... Correlation? No? Correlation? Yeah, I don't know. Causation. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Other words. Yeah. Uh, there's no real similar uh, people or event in our history which is similar to this. Okay. The city's a huge, sprawling thing. It's mm. been destroyed numerous times. It's been okay. rebuilt. It's been this, It's always been the center of learning and everything. And it used to be a source for good. Mm. And it's corrupted itself. Basically, a race of gods um in finger quotes called the mm-hmm. seraphim um angels yeah. came over uh on ships you know that they don't have wings no they're seraphims uh, anyway <laughs> um i'm pretty sure like in the bible when they describe seraphims they don't have wings 
like they're crazy like thousand-eyed weird demon sort of things i'm pretty sure don't remember there's uh um... it's only in uh like renaissance paintings where the wings got introduced don't know maybe i think uh, i remember reading this a long time ago and it, and it a lot of those things are tacked on after and made by other people yeah. around not actually in the thing and okay. it's just interpretations and paintings and yeah. stuff so anyway mm-hmm. uh the seraphim come over yeah. uh, eons ago um they found the city um, they subjugate the wild people, teach them how to uh, grow ten crops, hunt livestock, letters, all these okay. things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then they before the city down. was built. Yeah, yeah. and then mm-hmm. the city is built the first time. Yeah. Then it goes to ruin, but the seraphim are always kind of there, but they start to die out. They interbreed okay. with people of the city. Then they kind of fall in upon themselves after thousands of years, and now there's a couple of seraphim left, mm-hmm. a couple of ruling families. And the city has now been fighting a war for thousands of years. Okay. With against, itself? No, against surrounding people who okay. it subjugated and then tried to control. Hmm. They rose up and fell, other empires. And now they're... I'm not loving it. No, no, but I'm just giving you the, you know... Yeah. Sounds blur. like a 3.2 book. Let me... Let, I'll get into it, but I'll get into it. <laughs> I, I shock you, but... Um, so basically, it's a city under siege. Mm. The city is bigger than you think, and it's not, you never really get a sense for how big it is. Um, and it's a, main, it's a very big problem of this, uh, this mm. book. Um, and her writing style, it's all a bit... Uh, I want to say wishy-washy, but that's not really fair. But like details aren't that important, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how big the city is. You know, some authors will tell you, well, it's, you know... 100 leagues across it would take you three days and a horse to ride it or whatever it's never mentioned um and it's a bit of a problem but it also isn't you know who does the an awesome city who uh uh, robert jackson bennett city of stairs i've heard that go on uh that city is uh, huge yeah. and old and has weird portals and stuff in it that so people and it's kind of crumbling at the same time yeah. but still that city is built up well it's very oh, it's okay. a fun read I this, this city is built up very well yeah. but it's just it doesn't go in for details but it adds to the confusion of yeah. the people there so you're you start off basically and you're in the deep the sewers Okay. and the sewers are a city upon themselves but they're dangerous mm-hmm. and they're crumbling they're falling apart and every day do you have a thief guild? No, no, no. They have nothing like that. What? People are just downtrodden and they just keep fighting. It's almost like um, purgatory or hell where people just keep acting out the same thing. Parables? Uh, Parables. Yeah. So is there parables to the seven layers and stuff? No, really. Like... There's like there's so many things where she's obviously taken inspiration. Yeah. But she's taken a little bit and not a lot. Okay. And like it jumps character a lot. And even like, like mid par no, I don't. Yeah. Even mid paragraph, but somehow it works, and you want to keep reading because the characters are very good. It it keeps doing weird things. So like one minute it'll be linear, yeah. and it'll be one like a whole chapter will be one character, and the character is very good. One character, yeah. and then the next chapter it'll have skipped back to a character that that character was talking about. And telling him how that character got to that conversation. That sounds super annoying. You would think so. Okay. But it's really well written. 
But you should. And it works. Normally, I don't like this, but okay. it, it really works. And the characters are fantastic. Right. Nobody's that good. Mm. They're all just stuck in this endless war. Right. They kind of want it to end, but they hate the enemy. But they don't really know who the enemy is. Is it Grimdark-ish? No? Not even, because there's not even... The battles that happen are like that. Done. And right. they're done. Yeah. And then it's intrigue and people getting from A to B or... Mm. It's very good. It follows um, a general mm-hmm. who's been tortured and is now in hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, it follows one of the seraphim. It follows two kids okay. who get separated in mm-hmm. the sewers. One goes off to the enemy. One ends up with the general. It follows a peerless warrior because, of course, there is a peerless woman warrior. Mm-hmm. And just but the characters and the conversations are what makes it. Okay. And sure. They're fantastic. It's it really sound like. Uh, Gemmel's writing where it just flows. It is better than Gemmel's writing. What? Better than Legend? No, not at all. No, <laughs> Gemmel tells a better story. Okay. But it's a criticism that's always been thrown his way is that his uh, lexicon isn't great. His mm-hmm. writing style is a bit... Okay, sure. Is a bit limited. Mm-hmm. Whereas Stella Gemmel's isn't. Okay. Like, it, it's nuanced. But it's the same style but better written? It's not the same style. It's okay. wholly different. Okay. Like, so you would found never have found David Gemmel writing anything remotely like this. She hasn't published anything recently, right? She The sequel to... The, this is why I read this, because the ah, sequel's okay. coming up this year. All right, nice. And I want to read it. That's going to be interesting to see if she's gone more better or what happened. Yeah. It, it's very good, mate. Like, mm. I was shocked by how much I liked it in the second reading. Why did it get 3.29? Because Goodreads is shit, mate. Are you sure? Although, having said that, um, there are problems with it. And one of those is it keeps doing weird things. Yeah. The, like story jumping and stuff. Yeah, and, it didn't sound good. But it works. And it feels like it's a deliberate tool. Okay. Whether or not it is, or she... I don't know. It's a strange one. I like it. I, I do like it. I, bloody hell, I'd give it a 5 out of 5 on Goodreads. Because that is meaningless, obviously. Also, you might proper numbers. Yeah, <laughs> she needs it. Yeah, no, but four people have read if it. If you like it, you like it. So um, I like um, mindfuck movies, mm-hmm. and a lot of them is a core idea, and then big budget, low budget doesn't really matter. Some of those are not rated as high, like okay. six or five. When you say mindfuck, what do you mean? Um, Give me a movie. In, uh, the platform recently on Netflix. I came in to watch that. I'm yeah, yeah, that. but. Um, the Cube from the okay, 90s. Yeah. Apparently like the that. sequel's really good in The Cube. Cube 2 is good. Uh, Hypercube, not so much. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that type of... Or the tape. That's basically three people talking about... Um, in a hotel room talking about the rape. And that's it. It's purely dialogue-driven. They never leave the room. Only those three actors. Hmm. Uh, and the twist and, and a good idea. And the, the Generally, those movies... Or The Man from Earth... Uh, a teacher starts talking about his history and it turns out he's uh, under, uh, cannot die so he's lived through alright finally one of them I've watched that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a badly made film I know badly made film good, good, good premise, idea but badly made film exactly oh. but so generally a lot of those movies because they don't have the highest budget and stuff yeah. they have between like 6 and up to yeah, yeah. 8 or something on ratings on IMDB mm. um, but you can still enjoy them Immensely, depend okay. if you like that genre of movie. Yeah. So the core idea drives the movie, or the 
uh, dialogue or whatever, yeah. you know. Do you get books like that? Just it. Can't think of Yeah, so my closest... That's why I like uh, dystopian anything. Yeah, okay. Because it's the same thing. You have a core idea yeah. and then how you uh, portray that idea. Hunger might be Games, The Maze. The Road. The Road. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's I funny. love that book. Did you? Yeah. But so, but most people that read it find it horribly depressing. Yeah. What's well, because it is horribly depressing. No. It's a so yes, but no. So okay. It's meant to portray that and yeah. that's interesting in itself. Yeah. And then the, I find it beautiful with the interaction of its kid mm. and stuff like that. So I, 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 I got other things yeah. from it. You know, the problem with those sort of uh, dystopian futures mm-hmm. is like Mad Max and things yeah. is they're not true. Like okay. that's not what would happen. Otherwise, we as, as a true. species... Like, who are you? <laughs> no, it's just like, we I as, decide that it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we as a species, that's not the way we act. No, probably not. Like, But it's an offshoot of an idea. Yeah. If the idea is semi-interesting, uh, yeah. it's still worth the watch. Maybe only... Let's say that all of that would happen. Mm. That's set up the, for the premise. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Only like 10% of that would actually happen because we will find a way to cooperate more or cooperate mm. less or just kill each other, you know. If uh, nukes happened or mm-hmm. whatever, blah, 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 no food or whatever, mm. would you be one of the ones with a cellar full of people? Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, not... Um, depends. On? A lot of factors. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. What people? Yeah. How much food do I have? Do I have water for everybody? Uh, no, no, I mean cellar full of people to eat. No, they're contagious. I don't All want right. zombies in my cellar. Right. So you're starving. <laughs> well, I'm not starving. I'm prepping. All right, okay. <laughs> also self-sufficient. Okay, okay. But like, if there's no food, we're talking like Book of Eli. Yeah, okay. Then, or the road even. Okay, so then you're talking after the fallout? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, what what I do... You're fine. So... Then you go back to basics of natures and how human works. So basically, you create a click, you arm that click, yeah. and then you control the surroundings. Yeah, but there's, there's no. There's always something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and then you basically start it up like a medieval village. So there's, there's always something. So people who resort to cannibalism, they're just not trying hard enough. Or they haven't thought things through. Yeah. Kind of. Like, there's always uh, the base or elements, and people will mm. level play into it. And you try to avoid it. Mm. But I am a staunch believer of... Now, this is going to make me sound crazy. But um, the use of force, if it's necessary. I prefer it not to be necessary. Mm. But if I know that if I can de-escalate the situation with one punch, instead of having a full-out brawl, mm. then one punch is worth it. Okay. So it's it's like a, a cost benefit kind of thing. That's cool. Even so you're th- Ender. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying. There. Uh, maybe, yeah. but um, it's just a strategic mindset, yeah. I would say. Maybe. Okay. Do you think Ender would have gone through with destroying all the aliens if he had known? So Ultimately, so first of all, he was super intelligent. Yeah, I'm not. So you can't compare me to a genius wonder kid. He obviously wasn't that intelligent. He didn't know it was all a simulation. Or it wasn't a simulation. He's spoiling all the books. Come on. stop doing that? Ender's Game. I'm pretty sure everybody knows Ender's Game. There's a bloody movie as well, for God's sake. So what you assume is 
that everybody is as old and bitter as us and have read as much as us. Not even read. It's been a movie. Ender's yeah. Game. So, if you yeah. was born in the 90s and you read, like, um, yeah, anybody who's growing up, you have to first pass through, okay, I'm interested in this. I'm going to read 10 books here and then 10 books there. But you yeah. have a lot of books to catch up on. You won't mm. catch up for real until you're like 30, 40, right? If you read a lot. That's fine. But again, mm-hmm. it was a movie as well. Doesn't matter. It's an old it's movie. movie. Nobody watched no, it. No, because there's that... Uh, it wasn't even a good movie. No, it was terrible adaptation. The only thing that was good was actually the, uh, the combat training yeah. facility. Yeah. It wasn't bad, actually, as a movie. Mm. Like, they got most of the points. But the books is better. Books are better, but I tried to reread all those books. Uh, I got the book three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Um, I don't know, Ender. Yeah, I'm allowed to spoil Ender because it was a movie. And what? There's, there's a very simple thing. If you haven't watched a movie within, I think, a year, mm-hmm. you're allowed to spoil things after a year, movie-wise. Because that's on you. Because popular media and the I, way the world is right now, you should just only have two weeks. I, I don't even... I, have, I haven't watched the top ten movies for the last ten years. I watch one every year, maybe. All right, well, that's on you, though. It's on me, the way the yeah, world is. I don't is. want you to spoil I, you it for me anyway. You shouldn't curtail what I'm allowed to speak to speak about just because you haven't watched something. Okay, but the thing is, this is what you do. So you recommend a thing, you yeah. talk about it, and then you say the ending. have i done that with the city i have not no but with 10 other books while we're talking about the city i don't think that's true i think i'm very good i'm very good uh yeah so i read the city by the way uh am i gonna read it you really you should you should so you read bobby verse i read the city done no that's not the book i'd pick for you um book 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 books bookity book yeah read it read it it's good Bookery McBookface. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's very good. I, I'm surprised by how good it was. Well done. So it's Stella so Mac. good that you recommend it as a five-star Bobby Burst book. Uh, <laughs> it's, got, it's got a better title. <laughs> uh, does it though? The City? Yeah. There, actually, one of the reasons why I wanted to read it is I couldn't remember how it ended. Because it was so good? No, I mean before. Because I read uh, it years and years ago. Right? Okay, What's yeah. that? Bloody 13 years ago? Yeah, yeah of course I can't remember. No. But uh, I wanted to know how it ended because all I remember about it, I was mm. like, I don't see how there could be a sequel to that book. Okay. But now that I've reread the book, I'm mm. like, oh, I can totally see how there's a sequel to this book. Okay. So I'm quite excited about it. Mm. See which way she goes with it. Have you read Low Town by David Daniel Polanski? I think it's... I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's a fantasy detective thing. It's pretty, really good. No, I haven't. Right. Uh, also, city connected. Okay. It's, yeah. it's a good conversation. Yeah, good. definitely. <laughs> well, I thought you read it. That's 100%. No, man, I haven't read anything. Should we go on to underrated fantasy? Unless you got another sure. book. I, I have I, other books, but. I don't I, remember what we were talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think I, I don't want to talk about Tom Lloyd because I think I want to talk about him maybe next week. Who's Tom Lloyd? Uh, author of Never the of Ragged Man series and things. Uh. You do know him, mate. You just you do know. <laughs> All right. Um, so, okay. uh, best fantasy books or authors you've from... never read or heard of? Yeah, and we're going through the list from bestfantasybooks.com, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you pointed me to this list first. It was uh. The Nerd Daily 10 Underrated Fantasy Sci Fi Books. And we just want to go through this because. This is the most hilarious list ever. This is a list done by somebody who does not read fantasy and sci-fi books. 
and just found these books. Am I right in saying that? I don't know. So we old grumpy men don't agree with this list because no. basically everything on this list is highly selling, yeah. popular, widely acclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the first. The first one's the only one I've never heard of. Yeah, okay, true. Yeah. Um, Finnegan of the Rock by Melena, M- Melena yeah. Marchetta. So maybe that's uh, uh, yeah. unheard of. Yeah, Never heard of that. But okay. then number two is... Furies of Calderon by Jim Butcher. Now, I I might... There might be an argument for go... Okay, even fans of Jim Butcher aren't aware that he did this uh, epic fantasy series, yeah. Furies of Calderon. But if you like yeah. Dresden, you will read his fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it was quite a big success. Yeah. The next is, and this is where it gets ridiculous. Never heard of, <laughs> ever. Uh, number three on, again, 10 underrated <laughs> fantasy sci-fi books. The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. Yeah. Who's Robert Jordan, you might ask? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't even need to go into why that's ridiculous. Um, the fourth... Uh, I actually think... Well, right, so I almost feel like I'm attacking this person, but it's not. It's not. I think the person just is a bit um, younger than us, and has like read books and then seen books fall out of like uh, no, mainstream okay. media. Like I don't know. I, ca- I can't see how it's true because there's some books at the end of this, yeah. with, or one in particular, where right, like, even in mainstream. Yeah. Okay, Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. Fine, mm. it's sci-fi. I don't know it. Do you yeah. know it? Uh, no. You got us on two there, buddy. Yeah. And then number five, this person has a hard-on for Jim Butcher. Yeah. Stormfront by Jim Butcher. Hmm. I, is it just us, because we're both fans? But I'm pretty sure Jim Butcher is very well known. Yeah. He had a TV series. Yeah, not only that, like, those books are... So, for me, I hate yeah. urban fantasy. Yeah. But I read one or two of those, and I was hooked for 15. Right? Like, come on. And you recommend them to everybody you see, basically. Yeah. There's and a TV series. It can't yeah. have been... <laughs> How can we... I don't know, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, the next one... The same here. This yeah. is even... This is in fantasy, normal... Yeah. Fan, and it's like The Way of Shadows, Brent Weeks. And it's basically, oh, you want to introduce a person to yeah. fantasy? Give them these. <laughs> if you know fantasy, you know Brent Weeks. Yeah. I, that's... So, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Oh, are you kidding <laughs> It's just a lot of us doing it. Are you kidding me? Number seven. Wizard's First Rule by Terry Goodkind. Yeah, and that's almost like a... Like, if you didn't read anything from him, yeah. you missed out on, I don't know, 90s, And again, this was a TV show. Yeah. Uh, it, it's by Terry Goodkind. Whether or not you like him, yeah. he's huge. Yeah. It, uh, next up is The Gift by Alison Krogan I actually don't know what that is I know The Gift um, yeah. I, I, but I you know I, I don't know okay you've got three number nine it's also Christ. like how how yeah. it's probably the most famous sci-fi book <laughs> ever it's like up there with the, the, right. the foundation trilogy it's outrageous <laughs> The Hitchhiker's Guide by Douglas Adams how can that be underrated, like, underrated? what I <laughs> Maybe if you'd put in, or she, had put in 10, un- 10 underrated fantasy and sci-fi books, I think. I Maybe. No. That's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Did she go to Goodreads and compare? <laughs> Is that she? I don't know. 
And oh, the yeah. number 10 is definitely... Is I think she did that just to spite you. I, I, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Underrated books. They have booted number 10, Legend by David Gemmell. I agree. I agree. This don't, is the first one I agree don't, on. Don't, don't be yeah, that guy. Yeah, I do. Don't because be that guy. we had this discussion last week. Don't be that. I'm going to punch you in the Where I said uh, not enough people have read it in Sweden that I know of. So underrated. Okay, then if the title had been 10 underrated fantasy and sci-fi books in Sweden, <laughs> even then, Legend by David Gemmell is one of... I'm surprised the Lord of Rings is not on here. <laughs> Right. Sorry, whoever wrote this. I can see who wrote it, but I'm, I'm not going to say your names. Your name, because that's yeah. That's, it was entertaining, at least. That's embarrassing for you. Um, or is clickbaity? Because I don't know. But just the Nerd Daily, like never go on their website just for this list. Come on. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it might be man. the best site ever. I haven't. I don't know. Yeah, I. I I'm going to look at it this week and see. Yeah. But that's they get one more chance. That's outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. Okay. Oh, got, I, I'm, I'm picturing this. Uh, four o'clock in the night, you sitting in your tidy whities yeah. writing angry mails to this person. <laughs> Did you, Gemmel? Really? Gemmel? <laughs> like, have you read Gemmel? <laughs> yeah. I tell you, what, I'm actually going to go back to this because there were um, comments underneath I didn't read. Ah. I want to have a look at this. Sorry, like, uh, but are there comments? I hope there are comments. Ah, oh, there's no comments. No. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, anyway, anyway, so we've gone for bestfantasybooks.com, best fantasy books you've never read. We're going to go through one, I think it's 25. Yep. If we haven't read it, damn right, it's best fantasy books you've never read, because <laughs> we haven't read it. Hey. Uh, maybe we'll agree with some, maybe we won't. But I think this is a, is, a, is a good list, I think. Okay, and maybe we should pick something up yeah. from there. Is, uh, I'll tell you, what, number three on this is a book, is an author who I, w- I wanted to speak about anyway. Okay. I think he's massively underrepresented, uh, massively underappreciated. Mm-hmm. So number one, A Bridge of Birds by Barry Hewitt. Leif? No idea. No idea either. So yes. How, how are we taking this? Like, we give it a wee tick if it's... Uh, I should probably never, read it if it's that good. Yeah. Should we underrated or haven't heard of it or well done, this should be on the list or what are we thinking? That's the hard part. So if, if we'd never heard of it, is it because nobody I know liked it? Yeah. <laughs> or is it because uh, it actually is underrated? I, so, for instance, um, uh, I think we talked about this before with the Booker Prize and stuff like that, mm. where um, there's a lot of Every year, they those books are good, mm. but there's, there's a lot equally of books or equally yeah. good books or um, yeah. better books that are not as yeah. read because there's, it doesn't get yeah. the press or whatever. You know, there's, there's a lot of politics. In yeah, Booker. I, I don't. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Bridge of Birds, Barry Hewitt, uh, The Chronicles of Master Lee, and Number Ten Ox sounds great. Definitely under. <laughs> under red right. so I don't have a clue what it is I'll probably add it to my list and see yeah. if I can number two um, we both know this author but a man of his word Dave Duncan yeah yeah um, so Duncan sword series yeah good book sword of master what are they called seven swords seven swords maybe is it uh, let me see I have it on my 
the King's Blades. Yeah, King's Blades. And then I think he did a junior one called the King's Daggers or something. I can't okay. remember. Um, I've read a fair bit of his. I like the King's Blades. Yep. Uh, I'm actually thinking about rereading those. But isn't Dave Duncan like massive? Like when you think of uh, foundational fantasy, like back in the 70s, 80s. He, he was a big name, wasn't he, Dave Duncan? So I found him in the 90s, I think. Okay. But like, wasn't was... he a big name? I'm pretty sure he was fairly yeah, big. No? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, man of his word, Dave Duncan. Yep, yep absolutely. Number three, and here we go. Here we go. Uh, the Monarchies of God by Paul Kearney. Who? Precisely. The, I, I'm a massive fan of Paul Kearney. Um, Why? He's very good. Good how? Uh, his writing is... Ooh, I love this. What? This is a cross between Patrick O'Brien and George Martin. The Monarchies of God? Yeah. Um, you could Maybe say throw in a little bit of Tolkien and Brent Weeks? You could say on later on Brent Weeks, but you could say Monarchies of God. Yeah. I would say, who did they say? George Martin. And? Patrick O'Brien. Mm, no, I would say uh, Patrick McLean. And George R. R. Martin. Okay. Uh, you know McLean did the Powder Mage trilogy? I haven't read those yet. Really good. I have a hard time with steampunk. It's not steampunk. No, I know, but it looks steampunk. It's not steampunk. Uh, Powder steampunk. Mage, bad title. I won't read it like Bobby Words. You won't read Powder it. Powder Mage? That's a ridiculous title. No. I don't like gunpowder. I hate gunpowder in my books. Why? Ruins. Too uh, I Okay. When I play Civilization, mm. I have fun up until gunpowder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It gets a bit boring then, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, you lose a bit of the... Yeah. But uh, Monarchies of God has gunpowder, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is pike walls and whatnot. It's fantastic. I love this series. It's five books um, in the series. Uh, Hawkwood's Voyage, The Heretic Kings, The Iron Wars, The Second Empires, Ships from the West. Dave, can I get into it a little bit? Would that be okay? But we've gone through a list. I know. <laughs> Mark, okay, my question is... Yeah. Why would you not rec- force me to read this instead of the city? Because it's five books, and I know. Yeah, but I'll only read, to read one, and if I like it, I'll keep going. Yeah, read this then. But you said the city. That's only because you got me on the spot. <laughs> read this. Okay, I'll read this. Okay, Hawkwood's Voyage. Read it. It's, it's fantastic. It's basically the premise is. Um, Don't spoil it now. I'm not going to spoil it. I've said the premise. <laughs> I say the outcome. <laughs> the premise is um, there's two main religions in the world. Uh, there's the Merdukes and the Rasmussens I hate names I know me too it's basically it's based on Catholicism and Islam okay and the clash okay Um, and it starts off isn't the Marmalukes or something the Marmadukes Marmadukes isn't that a dog or a cat no 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 the The Marmaduke Marmaluke it's the the Islamic warriors yeah yeah yeah. I know what you mean yeah Marmaduke yeah that's a cartoon thing is that a dog or a cat dog sounds like a cat though doesn't it Marmaduke I have no idea yeah anyway so two opposing ideologies um the kingdom, it's very much based on Renaissance sort of mm-hmm. uh, time period. So there is, you know, proper big ships and whatnot. Mm. Um, it starts off with the sack of a great city, Acre, which is obviously Constantinople. And a number Isn't of. Isn't there a city called Acre, the, the fortress? With oh. the Crusades? It's called Acre. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like one of the main fortresses. Did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Acre. 
I think it's called for real. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, and it's like the one of the most famous. Oh, it's spelled different. Uh, Acre. Uh, yeah, uh, it's spelled Acre. A C E R E. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alexander the Great sacked it. Yeah, he built a causeway out to the fort. Yeah, and the Crusades has yeah. a yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled different. A E K R. Oh wow! <laughs> is it the same or is it? I not? can't pronounce it. <laughs> anyway, you obviously took inspiration from that. Yeah, clearly. Um, it follows a number of characters, mainly Corf, who's a dwarf. <laughs> I'm not going to take this seriously. <laughs> Corf who flees the sacking. Oh, he's a Klingon. And all right, all right. Yeah, shoot, shoot. Anyway, he flees it. Um, he's lost all hope. He's lost his wife in the sacking, but she turns up again later. Minor okay. spoiler. Um, when he's fleeing, he meets a mysterious blind man who turns out to be the head pontiff of the religion. Okay. And he takes him to safety. And then there's a schism within the church because a lot of people don't believe that he is who he says he is. So the so, kingdoms of... So that's John the Baptist or the... Uh, there's a schism um, yeah. and there's breakaway kingdoms. Uh, during all this, um, there's a sea captain who was coerced Mm-hmm. into taking some nobles and sailing west to an unknown land. This sounds horrible. I'd rather read the city. It's not. It's just because oh, I, I can't describe <laughs> it properly. There's too much going on in my brain, buddy. Uh, also, uh, now I can't... Like Every time I read his name, I will yeah. see a Klingon. Right, don't do that then. <laughs> uh, it, it's very good. Damn it, like, it's very good. Okay, uh, right. there's a lot going on. Hawkwood takes a ship with a couple of nobles and sails west to this mysterious the land. US. No, just west. Um, but also, mm-hmm. there are werewolves. Ah, uh, no, I'm not reading this shit. And magic. No, no, it's horrible. Yeah. I'm not touching this book. It's the city it is. You have to, though. Why? Because we just agreed. We shook on it. Ah, no, I, you're going to love this. And you're going to read Bobbyverse? I'll read Bobbyverse. Yeah? Ah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> All right. The excitement in my voice. Yeah. Um, that's it in a nutshell. Werewolves, why? But werewolves, uh, lycanthropes, you know, they can change into other creatures, but it's the main one. Rabbit? Probably. <laughs> Were-rabbit, whatever. Uh, Monty Python, yeah. for Brian. Um, it's very good. It's very well written. It also, the ending of it, um, of all the five books, uh, Quintology, um, I love, and I, I still think about it to this day, just the way it ended. Which book is that? The, the, the last one, uh, oh, okay. Ships from the West. The way it ended, the whole series. Yeah. I love, and interestingly enough, I read an interview where he said, I was rushed um, by a, a, a deadline to finish it. And I've always wanted to go back and add an extra 100 pages because I feel like it didn't wrap up properly. Right. But the way it ended, I, I, I just love how it ended. I won't tell you because, yeah, it's, it's just a lovely scene. And okay. it's, it's just stuck in my head. Anyway, he did that, but if we if we go, can we go into a little bit more Paul Kearney? Because I'm a big fan. Well, I, I'm just saying 3.74, so clearly it's a better book than The City. So, okay, I'd give it a it chance. Is. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> I um, I, you know what? I'm going to leave Paul Kearney there so we can get on the list. <laughs> okay. It's a big list. Let's do it. Only if we can come back and do Paul Kearney in depth at a later date. After I read it. Yeah. There you go. Fair? Okay. Yeah, okay. Done. Great read. Great read. And definitely underappreciated uh, okay. okay next up we have 
Farfard and the Grey Mouse, sir. I Definitely don't think any of us know anything about that. So, <laughs> that <laughs> so this is my, in my mind, a pillar of fantasy. Uh, okay. Because it's uh, the time it was written. Yeah. It was clearly doing its thing. It got wide acclaim, but then it fell away, right? Yeah. Because today's readers don't go to it until they go. Oh, let's read some classics, right? And yeah. first they have to go through all the well-known classics to even arrive at this. Yeah. Um, but it is a wonderful story. Uh, sword buckling, uh, mischievous. Sword buckling. Buckling, yeah. yeah. Swashling, like the fencing <laughs> thing. What's that called? Sword buckling. Is that buckling? Yeah. What's that? What's the... It's fencing and there's a swashling thing word too, but I don't know what it is. I don't know. Sword. Maybe it's in Swedish. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, big bro- uh, burly yeah. um, um, swordman and a tiny thief goes through the city and duster thing, basically. And it's, okay. uh, it's a fun read. And it's um, kind of modern for its time in its uh, way, but it's still old. You can I, I'm reading here that apparently it is influential in the whole gritty urban fantasy movement. Think yeah. Dresden. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Like, I, I don't... I, I think it's... Fritz Lieber, I should I, say. There was nothing like it before, I think. Yeah. So... And it's written a long time ago, so, yeah. Okay. Definitely underrated these days. And in, in the Elric days, this was well-read. Okay. So... Um, I, I've read maybe one or two, mm. but like when I was so young, like, yeah. so I can't remember this. Like I read them the f- first time when I was 12. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So what's that? I'm 40 Farfard now. Yeah. and the Grey Mouser. And then by then it was already old books. Yeah. Is that how you spell Grey? How do you spell Grey? Is it not G-R-E-Y? Or is it G-R-A-Y? Am I going mad? E. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Grey. Oh, so the Grey Mouser is G-A-R. Maybe that's an American thing. Don't know. Is it E-Y? Now you're confusing me. I know, I'm losing my it's mind. It's not my first anyway. language. <laughs> so, Garrett P.I. series is number five on this list by Glenn Cook. I think we both know Glenn Cook for the Black Company. Yes. But this series, no idea. But actually, I'm... So, before Dresden, I would never read... Yeah. Urban Fantasy. Same, same. But now I'll happily give it a chance. Because if yeah. I find more Dresdens, I'm happy. Yeah. So, um, uh, I don't think I want to. (laughs) Well, I actually uh, went through the Iron Druid series, and that's kind of the same. Yeah, and uh, it's a um, not the same, but a band aid if you're aching it. Okay. And so, if I find more of that, sure, I might give this a shot. My thing with uh, Dresden, Mm. um, I really like Dresden. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed every single book. I've enjoyed everything Jim Butcher's done. His uh, Alera. Sorry? Codex Alera? Codex of Alera. Mm. And he did that other one with a cat not so long ago. And airships. Oh, I, I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't really like that. No. But I, I still, I like everything he does generally. Mm. Um, I love the Dresden. Mm. But I'm quite happy. That, that's fine. Dresden's my little toehold into that. And that's yeah. enough. Because I, I, I'm just not that bothered. Yeah. So. I like the first couple of the Iron Druid were really good. Too. Yeah. But then they, they went too far, I guess. Yeah. And not the same way. Not the anyway, way. Garrett P.I. series, Glenn Cook. Yep. yep. Good, good. But obviously good. not the Black Company, because that's well known. Yeah. Next up, we have P.C. Hodgell, The Godstalker Chronicles. Any idea? 
Um, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a picture of the. What's the? Uh, I don't know, I'm probably thinking about another book, but I think it's the same one. Ah, never mind. No, no, mm. I have no idea. See, the cover looks familiar, but yeah. I don't know if it's just because that style of cover. Exactly. Any book in the early '90s looks like this. Yeah. Next, we have the Chronicles of Perdin by Lloyd Alexander. Nope. No idea. No idea. Lloyd Alexander, hasn't he written more things? Yeah, they no, they have, yeah. <laughs> like, things we know? Yeah. No, um, I have no idea. No, I don't think so. So, next up, number eight. <laughs> so, we hadn't read anything, apparently, <laughs> and we know yeah. nothing. Right. As uh, usual. Yeah, this is good, this is good, this is, this is a good podcast. Yeah. Number eight, Heroes Die, Matthew Woodring Stover. Life? No. Nope, nope, nope. It just means that, yeah, they are, that we've never read. So this list is correct, and we're just... Next one... Yes, reading the blurb of this, yeah, I understand what is, why it's not known, because it yeah. sounds boring. Having said that, the blurb for the Chronicles of Perdian, by on number seven, mm-hmm. Lloyd Alexander, it sounds like a good blurb. It yeah. sounds like Magician by Remedy Faust. Yeah. Okay. I might actually read that. Uh, number nine is Jennifer, Jennifer Fallon, The Lion of Sinet. Huh? Again, I've read Jennifer Fallon, and I recognize these books. Okay. I've read some of Jennifer Fallon, and I keep looking at this going, I've read this. But then I'm like, I may haven't read this, and it just looks familiar. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I've read Jennifer Fallon, but this one, no. Don't you miss the days when you go into a... Oh, not miss. But I remember um, going into any bookstore, Mm. and I had read 95% of all the books there. In the fantasy section. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, since the genre exploded, yeah, and uh, also international commerce, I guess. So, like, we get offshoots of a lesser-known Polish mm. author, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Um, um, we get a translator all of a sudden, yeah. but um, there's way more things to find. Yeah. But it was so easy when you go into the store and just see, okay, I've read everything here. Oh, I haven't read this. Does this seem interesting? That, that's yes very no. true. That's very true. It's so easy. <laughs> Having said that, there's one. Like, we both live in Malmo in mm-hmm. Sweden. Um, there's one big fantasy bookstore mm-hmm. in Malmo. Yep. And because it's in Sweden, and you're looking at English language fantasy books, mm. when I go in there, I go, oh, yeah, I've read that. I've read that. I've read yeah. that. That's why I went yeah. into sci-fi. Oh, okay. <laughs> to the point where the girlfriend came in with me one day, and she's like, "I'll get a book," and I was like. I can't, I've read everything. Mm. And she said, no, you haven't. I said, pick a book. And she picked a book and I'd read it. And maybe, I think we did it more than once. Yeah. I'm going to say five times, but I think I'm lying when I say that. Yeah, but... And she's in the other room, so I can't lie too much. Half of the today. time you say you've read it and then when you think about it, you're like, no, it was another book of that author, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You but, know? Yeah. So I think it's all happens. Mm. Um, next is... And I've read these, but I can't remember. Uh, Jack Vance, the Lioness mm-hmm. series. I actually have it on my shelf as a to-read. Oh, okay. And I have a omnibus version, right. um, but I haven't read them yet. What do you What do you think of omnibuses? I love it. Do you? I don't. I hate. Um, you can't travel with them because it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want them on my shelf. Yeah. Um, I kind of like to have. I don't want like the Wheel of Time. It's like. Too many books, sure. and it takes yeah, so much space. Yeah, you're not going to get that on an omnibus. 
No, but for instance, the Malasan. I have all yeah. of them at home. Okay. But since they take so much space, I hide them in a corner somewhere. Okay. Um, whereas an omnibus, uh, maybe it's a little bit shinier. Yeah. Uh, special edition or something. Let's put I'm it. I'm a fan of omnibuses. No? No, I'm not. They're hard to read. And I don't like uh, the... Um, uh, the ones that are not with hardcover, right? Because it's they're so thick, so eventually they break in the middle. Sure. Yeah. I tell you what, I don't like about omnibuses. Mm. Um, they get me excited because I'll be wait. You know how you read an author and then you're just mm. waiting for the next book. Yeah. And then you you go, oh, they've released another book, and you go, oh, this is amazing, <laughs> and you go, oh, it's huge as well, and you go, oh no, no, that's mm. just a collection of the books that I've read. Yeah. Damn you, omnibuses. Well. Yeah. If you haven't read them though. Yeah, well, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like... Anyway, so Lannis, Jack Vance. Um, fantasy books you've never read? I, I don't think that's true, because I think a lot of people have read Jack Vance, haven't they? Lannis? Yeah, and also the Lioness is um, highly regarded as one... Like, almost... Not a pillar, but, like, yeah. this is foundational fantasy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah, I, I can't remember a lot about it. No. Um, it's it's about the fictional land of Cornwall, isn't it? That sunk into the sea. Mm. I Atlantean. Yeah, but yeah. you know. Um, next up, uh, the Fianovar Tapestry, number twelve. Guy Gabriel K. Uh, I like Guy Gabriel K, and he's got a lot. He's a good writer. He, you know, he's got a lot of um, credit with me just for the Tiganus book, which yeah. is one of. The, I think one of the best fantasy books of all time. But I read these when I was younger and I tried to read them, I think, like last year. Mm. And, oh boy. Hey, I've read these. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This sounds familiar. The Fionnavar tapestry. We've spoken about it, I think, before. This is portal fantasy. But group of high school kids get transported to a fancy realm. Wait, maybe not. Uh, that's your. That's Wait, not the Fianovar. That's just a book yeah, he's yeah. written. But I have to check the other ones. It's yeah. written. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure I read it. Guy Gabriel K. Mm-hmm. Tagana, one of the best books I've written. I've tried to read a lot of his books, and they're not as good. And this one is, I, I think, the poorest written of all his books. Ah, okay. But I think they're also one of his most famous. The Fianovar Tapestry. Guy Gabriel K. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah, I've read those. Yeah. It's because they're quite famous. Yeah, probably. Uh, Number 13, The Chronicles of Amber. Yeah. By Roger Zelazny. I like those. Yeah. They are also kind of a pillar. Yeah. Not pillar, but a foundational fantasy. Like, uh, if you um, read the most common things... Mm. Uh, in the 90s yeah Amber Chronicles would be there after you read the uh, Wheel of Time and stuff like that right absolutely I think any you know parent of ours maybe or whatever anybody who was grew up in the 80s 90s this would have been the big shows yeah so books you've never read maybe Mm. the younger generation but yeah if you missed them yeah why not yeah they're good Um, also his surname is very fun to say Zelazny, Zelazny, <laughs> Roger Zelazny. Anyway, uh, number fourteen, the Tamir Triad, Lin Fluelling. Nope, you. Uh, I recognize them. Yeah, I've read um, uh, her other books, okay. Shadows. 
And they were pretty good, actually. No idea, mate. No idea. Uh, next up, Master of the Five Magics, Lyndon Hardy, number 15. No idea. No idea. This, this, I think this is our best podcast. Well, we have never read <laughs> any of it, <laughs> so we know nothing. This, I, 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 so I know I read quite a lot, Yeah. but I thought you read more. Just not these books. These are 25 books out of a genre which has produced thousands upon thousands of books. Yeah, but we were just bragging about, oh, I've read everything in the store. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these books are out of print. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Kindle. That's what I'm saying anyway. That's why we like Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Winds of the Forelands, David B. Coe. Nope. Never heard of nope. it. Nope. I've never even heard. Like, some of them look kind of familiar. This one, not at all. No. I used to, uh, this was one of my favorite things to do. I used to go to all the antiquaries around Melmo, and there was quite a few good ones back in the days. Yeah. And um, just go through all their fantasy uh, and sci-fi and uh, just pick up books because you could get like, I don't know, a whole series of books for yeah. like 10 kronos. It was ridiculous. Um, this was before, like a sci-fi store was an unheard of thing in Malmo. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't. The shelf of fantasy wasn't big enough uh, in the stores, basically, so to warrant that whole store. So, uh, yeah, I used to love that. And this is, looks like one of those covers you would find and go, yeah. cover looks so, eh, I don't know, read the yeah. blurb. And it's like, eh, but maybe it's an awesome book, but yeah. it's not, doesn't grab you. It's right? a kind of uh, archetypical sort of Conan. Yeah, yeah, that kind of, those are not yeah. good covers either. No. Uh, 17, The Hero and the Crown, Robert McKinley. Thankfully, no. No. Mm, you? No. Nope. Good. Good. But I recognize McKinley. Yeah. Uh, John J. McKinley, maybe? Nah. No, I haven't read him. Okay. Number 18, Book of the Yerig, Stephen Brust. Yeah. I like those. They're really good. Uh, they're, um, so I was aching for a... Um, I read Bre- I read Brent Weeks, mm-hmm. and I wanted more of the something assassin thing. Okay, and uh, I read everything I could find in assassiny thing basically. Yeah, and then I found Vlad Taltos uh, by Stephen Burst, and it's not quite the same thing, but it's more thief skilledy, and I like those things, right? Okay, um, and uh, they are easy reads, fun. And f- I don't know, seventeen books or something. So seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, he's famous. I don't think he's he's underrated these days. Yeah. But he's not. He has sold well. Okay. And uh, yeah. Nothing, mate. Nothing. Uh, I've read all of them. Next up, the dark is rising. Susan Cooper. No idea. No. 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 Nope. Uh, number twenty. Paradise War, Stephen R. Lawhead. Yep, absolutely read these. Very good. Very good. Another Portal Fantasy. A lot of the early ones were Portal Fantasy, weren't they? Yeah. Um, there was a, a early 90s period where uh, uh, it was percentagely a lot of them, right? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Know, in fashion or something. Uh-huh. Ultimate Escapism. Yeah. Um, Tells the tale of two friends who go through a portal in Scotland and end up back in uh, Celtic uh, times. Um, and just all that, like there's a lot of quasi-magic. It's very good because you don't get a lot of Celtic history novels. 
Okay. Um, these were good. The mm. Paradise War. Um, Endless Knot, Silver Hand, The Paradise War was the first, I think. Uh, it's it's very good. But I also think, because it's Stephen R. Lawhead, and he's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you could put this on this list. Maybe. Yeah, anyway. A lot of these books I'm finding are of a certain generation. They've gone out of print, and you wouldn't have heard of them, but that's because they were so long ago. Also... The author might be famous, but he has one book that is yeah. on the side. <laughs> like, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, number 21, The Sun Sword Saga by Michelle West. I have read this entire series. Yeah. I have. I couldn't for the life of me tell you what this is about. I think it, it's what, this is one of those books that you read, or series that you read in between books. Okay. That you kind of get into and you're like, oh, this is fine but it's not doing anything for me, and you just read it until you, something better comes along. Yeah, I'm reading a blurb, I, I don't hate it. I could read it. Uh, but, you know, blurb's a bit different to the book. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one's longer than the other, generally. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't remember anything about this. Like, I'm sure if I read just a little bit of it, I'd mm. get into it, but... Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I can't remember it, but yeah, I, I fine. Yeah, absolutely should be on this list. Maybe. <laughs> I am gonna look this up a wee bit. So it's you know what I mean. Source of the clown. No, I have no idea. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Twenty-two. Wheel of the Infinite. Martha Wells. I recognize this. I uh, yeah. Maybe because it's the murder world <laughs> writer. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, I'm surprised the murder bot series isn't on this list. It's just <laughs> fantasy. But yeah, the wheel of time. Yeah, I Have haven't read, read this. No, I haven't read this. Uh, the first time I ran into this author was the murder bot series. Okay. And okay. that was only because I liked the Bobby verse as much. So I wondered. Uh, I think I even found. The Murderbot Diaries after reading the, I think the second Mur- Bobbyverse. Okay. And going, oh, I want more of this. Yeah. So okay. something similar. And then. Yeah, I, now I got nothing for this. Yeah. 23 is a weird one. Why? Um, the Similarian by J.A.R. Tolkien. Well, I can understand that. So I can't remember if I've read The Similarian or if I started it and then got annoyed and closed it. Okay. Uh, it's not a fun read. Yeah, you have to be hardcore into. I want to know more. Yeah, right. It's not uh, adventure and let's go and see what happens. But surely, just because it's J.R. Tolkien, you couldn't really put it on this list, could you? Yeah, but a, a lot of people it, like. You can glean a lot of nice things for the world, but it's not a book that everybody who reads Tolkien reads, right? Yeah, so okay. you would go the three books, The Hobbit, and then you stop. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. I don't like Lord of the Rings. It's works of fiction. Yeah. The third book, I think, is not good. I read them when I was uh, very young lately. In case people get upset. Yeah, well. Yeah. So I remember them fondly, and I want to keep that fond, fond memory, so I'm not never reading them again. Even the third book? Yeah. The Battle for the Shire. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Okay, 
That's one. That's your, that's your choice. <laughs> Number 24, uh, interestingly enough, uh, mm-hmm. we talked about this last week. It's The Wars of Light and Shadow by Jenny Wirtz, mm-hmm. which I keep calling the Mr. Wraith series, but I think maybe that's just the, one of the titles in one of the book. Yeah. Um, I read all these when I was a lot younger. I, I'm trying to reread them, but it's a bit of a slog. You were highly recommended. I them know, but it's, I, I've got to that point where it's just getting to be a bit of a slog. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it. And I have a feeling that a couple of years ago, I went back and tried to reread these again. And I had the same thing where I was like, oh, these are a bit of a slog. I think the story is better than my head than the writing. Ah, okay. Because I remember a lot of the story and I'm like, oh, it's good. But then the writing is just a bit... Yeah. Not a fan. But yeah, um, I'd agree. Not a lot of people. No Jenny Wirtz. We couldn't even remember her name. Nope. Last week, even though I could remember the I recognize the name, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's because you read... Other things. Remedy Faust and Johnny Wirtz. And I love those books. Yeah, it's That's, fantastic. Uh, probably for a long, long, long yeah. time, that was my favorite books in That'd fantasy. be a good topic. Uh, collaborations. Yeah. That'd be a good wee one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we do that next week. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, oh, what I happened? forgot one thing. What? I have to apologize. The amount of factual errors in last episode yeah. was astounding. <laughs> Because Ronan forced me to do a podcast when I had slept very few hours uh, and should not be talking about anything. Shocking, mate. Shocking. Yeah. Um, I apologize for nothing. I thought I was on point. So and always correct. No yeah. factual errors ever. I doubt it, mate. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, thoroughly okay. researched everything. Definitely. You feel better? Yeah, I feel better. Okay. 25. 25. Uh, the Crown Conspiracy by Michael J. Sullivan. I have read these. Um, I thought they were very good. They're on my list to read. All I can remember about them is that it's two guys and they're searching for something and they go underground. Sometimes I think you read too fast. I absolutely do read too fast. I think I've said this. If it's a book I really want to read, I read it once and then I'll immediately reread it again. So you read it zero times and then you try to remember what you read. Yeah, right. So I think a lot of times um, I'm a speed reader. Yeah, and I do skim sometimes, like okay. especially if it's book. I one author who I never do it with is Elizabeth Moon. Yeah, and that's because she writes beautifully. Yeah, and you w- want to read every word. Yeah, but a lot of authors, I I skip a paragraph. Yeah, and I've still got it. Yeah, but then it's a habit I'm into. Yeah, but that's also a, a trap. Kind of. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I found myself doing that in the last um, Brent Weeks book. Right. Oh. Yeah, because it was too long. Yeah. So I went faster, 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 skipping. And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 slow it down. Yeah. Like, because I know it's good, yeah. you know. Uh, but um, I never reread books because I remember too much. Okay. Um, but not not now. Yeah. <laughs> Only when I'm like at the page before. Yeah, And that's sure. really annoying. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I very seldom reread. It have to go so far, like 10 plus years. Yeah. Uh, for me to be able to do that because and even then if I start reading I mm. go ah, I know what's going to happen to this character and then I go a couple of yep there it is and then ah now I'm okay with that yeah but that's annoying so then I'm almost waiting for those good bits to come up those yeah. juicy bits yeah and it's like oh there it is ah Nah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Um, it's like in a movie when you've heard a joke and you rewatch the movie and it was a joke that made you laugh the time before and you're almost chuckling before it comes up because you know it's coming. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, type of thing. that's a good uh, way of putting it. Yeah. 
But um, that's only true for the very best of things. Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to go back and read Michael J. Sullivan, The Crown Conspiracy. Yeah. Or the Riera Revelations. We so I, I remember liking it, but I, and I don't think I read it that long ago. Uh, we can do a thing about it after the second Bobby Wars, the Bobby Wars thing, because I want to read those. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So right, let's we'll sync that. List. Yep. Um, that, that. So that's the list. Um, did you recognize any of those? <laughs> because we barely did. <laughs> what did we have? A third? Yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, between us. That's shocking. But it was a lot of... Um... All right, oh, let's, yeah, go, we're... let's go through this. Right. Okay. Bridge of Birds, number one. Barry Hewitt. No. 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 Man of His Worth, Dave Duncan. Yeah. Other books from him. Yeah, but I think we're going to give ourselves that, aren't that we? That doesn't count. No? No. Underrated book. Yeah, but I will have read this. No? Yeah. I've have read... you read this book? Yeah, I would have done. I haven't. All right, so I've read the the other series, but not this. Yeah, so we can give ourselves that one. I feel. Uh, yeah, uh, Monica is a god. Paul Kearney, giving ourselves that. No, I never read them. Yeah, but it's a joint effort. Also, man. they seems like shit. They're not shit. They're very good. <laughs> um, and you're forcing me to read shit. That's all right. They're very good, actually. So we we'll give ourselves that. Mm-hmm. Far Far than the Grey Mouser. Awesome books. Yeah, we're giving ourselves that. Yeah. Garrett Pi series. Nope. Uh, read other books. Yeah, but uh, well, it counts then, but not now. No, because I'm pretty sure Dave Duncan. I would have read that. You can't assume. I yeah, because I generally read everything an author's done if I like him, and I like his books, so I must have done. Whereas Glenn Cook, yeah. the Black Company, I've never really liked, so I wouldn't have gone on and read everything. Mm. I liked the first three, but then I didn't continue. So, okay. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, that's weird. <sighs> hmm. I think. No. Do you know what's crazy? What? No, that can't be right. No, maybe this is a typo. Sorry, this this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, Far Far and the Grey Mouser mm-hmm. is known as the Riera Revelations. Is that right? Or have they just written that wrongly? No, it doesn't seem. No, because no. Uh, Michael J. Sullivan's books are the Riera yeah, Revelations. Yeah, no, they made they an error. Oh, okay. Those books are called for Far and Grey Mouser. Right, okay. Uh, where are we at? So, Garrett P.I. series, no. The Godstalker Chronicles, no. The Chronicles of Pyrdean, no. Heroes Die, no. <laughs> the Lion of Senate, Jennifer Fallon, I'm pretty sure I have, so I'm giving myself that one. Black Sun Rising, no. Lioness, yes. I, I know I've read uh, Friedman. Isn't he the Green Verdant Throne thing series? It's not that him? don't know. Okay, I'm not sure, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Is he... Let's have a look. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I know I've read it. Black Sun Rising. Yeah, I have this. Colfar Trilogy. Magister. I read the Magister Trilogy. Colfar, Colfar, Madness. Yeah, I have no idea. So we're giving ourselves that? I've read the uh, other books of him. All right, let's start again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so birds of prey, no. Yeah. Man of his word, yes. Mm-hmm. Monarchies of God, yes. Mm-hmm. Far Far than the Grey Mouser, yes. Garrett P.I., no. But you only read like half of the Far Far Grey Mouser. Yeah, but it's one of us. It's one of us, a, a pass yeah. and go? Ah, okay, then it's Yeah, easy. we're a team, man. Ah, okay, okay. I All, thought, right. All right, done. Then one it's easy. Time. Okay. <laughs> so, Bridge of Birds, no. Yeah. Man of his word, yes. Mm. Monarchies of God, yes. Mm. Far Far than the Grey Mouser, no. Yes, mm. yes. What? <laughs> Garrett P.I., no. The Godstalker Chronicles, no. Mm. The Chronicles of Bredean, no. Heroes Die, 
No. No. The Line of Senet, yes. Okay. Tentatively. Yeah. Uh, Black Sun Rising. No. You're, you're saying no? I've read other books, but... Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Leoness, yes. The Fianovar Tapestry, yes. The Chronicles of Amber, yes. yes. Tamar Triad, no. I've read other books, but not yeah. that. Master of the Five Magics, no. no. Winds of the Forelands, no. no. The Hero on the Crown, no. Book of the Yerig, yes. yes. The Dark is Rising, no. The Paradise War, yes. Mm. The Sun Sword Saga, no. Didn't you say you read those? Yes, I have read those. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Wheel of the Infinite, no. Yeah. No, with other books. All right. the Murder Sun- Bots. Yeah. Somalarian, no. No. <laughs> No? For me, no. no. I ever saw it, but I, I, I couldn't get into it. I don't know. I think I have, but like when I was young, but I just don't know. No, yeah, no. So we'll go no. Yeah. Wars of Light and Shadow, yes. The Crown's Conspiracy, yes. Do you know what that means, Life? Mm-hmm. We have read more than half of this list. <laughs> so percentage-wise, this was worth it. So we... <laughs> are we qualified to speak about fantasy Absolutely at all? Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. No. Clearly no, not. This is a massive waste of <laughs> our time and your time. But you know what? We'll be back next week. Leif, should we call it a day? Yeah, definitely. We need to link the best fantasy book you never read. Yeah, and this that. thing. I'll yeah, do that. perfect. Thank you. Uh, Leif, where can they find us on the socials? Or do you want me to do that? Definitely. I have no idea. Excellent. I'm socially inept. Cool. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us at tangential diatribe at gmail.com you can go on to uh, Twitter and we're at Tangential D uh, you can find us on fa- Facebook Tangential Diatribe you can find us on our website tangentialdiatribe.com if you want to throw us some cash because you know people got money to burn <laughs> uh, you can find us at pan- uh, Tangential Diatribe at patreon.com um that's pretty much it. All that's left for me to do is I want to thank Moses who did our intro music. Definitely. Yeah, keep forgetting. Uh, mm. Moses, I'll get his actual deets. But Moses deets. Yeah. Me. Um, and yes, shoot us a word and we'll link him if you want something similar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, thanks, Leif. Thank you. Uh, I've been Ronan V. With me as always, been Leif. Thanks for listening. Slightly confusing. Less confusing than last time, but still confused. Yes. What? What? Yeah. Essentially. Who? Good. Uh, goodbye. Bye.